Yeah. Right. Welcome back to Nerd Pastiche. I am your co-host, Brittany. And I am your co-host, Darian. Ta-da. Ta-da. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that was full of magic. Wasn't it? Yeah, I know. So how are you today, friend person? You know, I'm, I'm hanging in. I'm hanging in. It's a little warm outside, but we're making it work. It is the summertime. We're, we're doing the best we can, man. How about you? Ah, well, I will echo your sentiment of hanging in there, but I'm hanging in there like a hair in a biscuit. That sounds disgusting. Well, if you're at a restaurant and you happen to, in fact, see a hair in a biscuit, then yes. You, but, I, don't, I don't know of any reason or any, any location that you could be where a hair in a biscuit is good. Well, I mean, yes, okay. At home wouldn't be good either, but you get no. you get the point. You've ruined my 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 masterful stroke in terms of, you know, expressing, you know, my current state. You've ruined that. You're welcome. I think so, you can do better. So, okay, so we're going to bookend this episode with you ruining, you know, that wonderful piece of of of, of wordage that I gave you and you're going to mm. ruin it with, you know, my outro. More than likely. Fair enough. Seems legit. <laughs> but yeah, it is it, it's just a bit hot, you know, but, uh, you know, when you're cooler than the other side of the pillow, you can, mm. you can make it work. See, that was better. Okay. I can't take credit for that one either. I don't care. Okay. Good. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Hashtag citations. Right. <laughs> All right. So enough of that gas bagging. So tell me how I've been waiting. Uh -oh. It seems like it's been forever. How did you nailed this week? Well, I nerded this week. I don't know what a nailed is. Um, I'm assuming it is some sort of fancy way of saying nerd. But anyway. It is. Okay, okay, cool. The bouge continues. Um, so <laughs> this week, I was lucky enough to actually have some free time on my hands in the, in the evenings, which oh, is a nice change of pace for me. Yes. Um, and I have caught up on season two of Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. And I am still so thoroughly in love with the show. And I will tell you, if you have not watched Kipo, just go on Netflix and watch Kipo. It is 10 episode seasons. There's, so there's 20 episodes total. So that'll be what, like eight hours of your life total, well, if I masked correctly. That's okay. But anyway, it's, yeah. I was able to get through it. We watched from like roughly two hours every night and was done with it in two, two or three nights. So it's, it is one of those shows that just has so much heart, but also is hysterical. The kind of comedy within it is very much my kind of comedy. And there's, there's, okay, Darian, I don't know if this is considered a soundtrack or a oh. score, but the okay. music within the show is bomb. Are there words? Um, there are words in some cases, but not in all cases. That's it's a it's a it's a blend, I guess. Okay. You know, you might have to it might have to lean into soundtrack. It, I guess it depends. That's where I was leaning myself, but I want to make sure I use the correct vocabulary. I want to show you that I learned from you. Uh, if it's anime, um, <laughs> I mean, it's probably going to be a soundtrack anyway, right? I would think so. I mean, the the opening song is just like the the theme song, if you will, is just instrumental but there's oh, a ton of action sequences and the the songs that are used that usually do have lyrics are are top notch um it's it's hard not to dance whenever you're listening to it in your seat um so 
For so example, you said, last night there were frogs fighting each other, and then there was French rap happening while they were fighting. I just about lost my mind. <laughs> like, because I'm listening to this, this rap song going on, and it's like perfectly timed with the action sequences. And then a, it had to have been at least 30 seconds into the song before I realized that it was French rap happening. It was just I, so seamless. It was awesome. <laughs> Wow, I have never had the the pleasure of experiencing French rap. So, let me ask you this: So, you said that the name of the show was called Coupeau. I mean, I didn't know no. that there was a spinoff to, to. No, I knew you were going to make a Coupeau joke. <laughs> you do nothing. It's, it's but, not a spinoff. Of Final Fantasy. No, it is not a spinoff of Final Fantasy. Oh, okay. Um, there is no Coupeau kid running around trying to sell you bangles and revival <laughs> earrings and Google medals. <laughs> There are no Moogle medals involved in the show. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> it is it is so good though. It's and there's you know, it's one of those things where I remember watching the first season probably six months ago or so when it first came out and I fell in love with it. And I did not have to go back and rewatch anything to start the new season because it was mm. it was just stuck in my brain. It's one of those shows that the, the storyline is just so good that it sticks with you. And there's some great twists and turns in the seasons, and there's friendship. And oh. there's actually the other thing that I do definitely want to mention is the amount of representation in it as well. Mm. That was really exciting. I mean, the three main characters, Kipo, Wolf, and Benson. Benson and Wolf are both Black characters voiced by black actors and Kipo is um interracial so her Mm -hmm. dad is black and her mother is Asian and Mm -hmm. she is voiced by an Asian actress and just the fact that you're I know that sounds like well duh of course but that's not that's very rarely the case especially in things that kind of border that cartoon anime boundary line and it's like Mm, you never really know. <laughs> right, especially given recent people backing out of, of roles. Yes. It, it, exactly. Yes, I mean, don't get me wrong, ScarJo is an amazing Black Widow, but she never should have been in Ghost in the Shell. No. So, I mean, things of that nature. So being able to not only enjoy the show and my daughter gets to see the show and loves the show and it's very brightly colored and there's a lot of motion that happens. And they're, the whole theory or the whole kind of um, story is that humans have been living underground and the surface mm. world has been taken over by what they call mutes. So they are animals that have become sentient. Oh. And yes. And these um, Kipo and her, her kind of, her, I don't know if it's village, it's her town, basically. Her borough, that's what it's called. Um, they get attacked and Kipo is left on the surface by herself trying to refine or trying to relocate where her dad and the rest of the borough is gone. She meets these two people, um, Benson and Wolf, who live topside, um, who are also, they're like 12 years old, 12 and 13 year olds, Mm -hmm. um, surviving topside in this world of animals that can speak and animals that are incredibly dangerous. And it is so much fun. I mean, there are dubstepping bees. 
There's a couple of very entrepreneurial rats who have created Ratland as a, as a kind of like a, a safe space for any humans that are topside. There's timber cats, probably my favorite are the timber cats. They're lumberjack cats. It's amazing. I'm just so glad there's no PowerPoint with this. No, but I do need to make sure that I point out because of my theater side. In season two, there is an episode with an acting troupe. And it is top-notch comedy, but also the best part about it, because this just totally explains the show and my sense of humor, they are, the animals that are in this troupe are otters. <laughs> so they are the otters, the otter, theater. It's not funny if you have to explain it. It's amazing. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's it's very very good i highly suggest anybody who's into cartoons anime um a little bit of fantasy kind of mixed with just some great representation in in contemporary um media totally suggest checking out people uh on netflix that's what i did it was great okay well you know you've handed me a lot of other suggestions that i still have yet to finish well, I haven't watched Rocky, so we're even. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's just wrong on every possible level. Just, I mean, <laughs> well, what about you? What'd you do this week? Oh, well, you know, nothing major. Um, <clears throat> I finished a, a story that I had not yet, well, well, I couldn't finish it if I hadn't, if I didn't start it, I did I. But I started and finished a tawdry tale called Old Man Hawkeye comic oh yes most definitely okay. by by the by the great people at marvel so okay. so are you familiar by any chance with old man logan i am vaguely familiar yes right well you don't i know you didn't read it but just if you've heard the story in passing oh so, yeah, yeah yeah i just haven't yeah, read it yeah no big deal right so old man logan is uh uh set in Oh, good God. I can't even remember which Earth this is. I, I don't even care. I, I forgot. <laughs> no it's like Earth 807. I can't remember the Earth number. Sure. Anyway, eight, I think it's 807-128. And basically what the story is, is that this is set 50 years into a, a future. I can't, again, I, forgive me, I don't remember the date. But bottom line, okay. 50 years ago prior, all of the major heroes in the Marvel Universe were, you know, essentially vanquished. And there's only a handful of people left. So okay. there, and two of which are at this point are Hawkeye and Logan. So I'm not going to focus on the old man Logan story, but it's more so the story before that because old man Hawkeye is the prequel to old man Logan. Interesting. So it's so set in the same. they decided they want to do this old man thing and they chose Hawkeye. Well, there is a reason. So, <laughs> so, so first, so again, so in Old Man Logan, Hawkeye is in Old Man Logan, you know, because he okay. and Logan go on a journey to do some things. I'm not going to get into their story, right? Because that's not going to be the focus. Uh, reluctant friendship at best. <laughs> okay. You know, Logan, uh, Hawkeye needed Logan to take him somewhere, but I'm getting there. Okay. So anyway, in the prequel, Old Man Hawkeye. This is the story of Hawkeye. All right. So, so, and, and, and it's a tale of, of despair, sorrow, tragedy, deception, you name it. So this is right up my alley. Good times. 
Yes. Oh, oh, most definitely. So do you remember a couple of episodes ago where I told you what the greatest team in comic book history was? Yes, but I disagree with that. Well, that's okay. You mentioned the Thunderbolts. I am that is stick with X-Men. That is, well, hey, look, they've, they've, they've come together. You got old man Yay. Logan. Who's in See, there we go. So anyway, um, like I said before, on this earth, the major difference is it's an alternate timeline. Major difference is, is that all of the villains essentially win. So you know I'm here for that because I yeah. more like, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm, I root for the bad guy more often than not. Again, everybody basically gets eradicated. Handful of heroes left, if, if that. And the major villains split various parts of America up amongst themselves, with one of the highlights being the Red Skull uh, overseeing the region of Washington, D.C. I mean, they kind of are, but that's fine. I, I knew you'd say that. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I specifically pulled out Red Skull. So I told you again that the Thunderbolts are the greatest comic book group in history. Mm -hmm. So they were, remember, they were once villains who were masquerading as heroes to take over the world, right? Yes. So in the original storyline, they redeemed themselves by basically turning on their leader, who was Citizen V, a.k.a. Baron Zemo, all right? Okay. Now, what ends up happening is a little bit of time goes by, and they're, again, on the run. They're trying to seek redemption, and Hawkeye, a former Avenger, steps in because he sees in them what he once was. He's seeking redemption. So he takes over as leader. So for a time, Hawkeye becomes the leader of the Thunderbolts. Okay. So Interesting. In, mm -hmm. So in this reality, what happens is, is that there's a, there, again, there's a plot by all of the major villains to just F stuff up and take over. Okay. So Hawkeye and his Thunderbolts team, specifically Moonstone, my, one of my favorites of all time, characters, period, Songbird, Mach 1, and Atlas, they team up with a, a, a group of Avengers to go stop these villains. Okay. So what ends up happening is, is that the Thunderbolts turn on the Avengers and everybody gets killed. So War Machine, oh. Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, um, Black Widow, every, everybody gets killed. And then... Citizen, Citizen V comes out, kills Black Widow, but they all, they decide to, you know, they decide to leave Hawkeye alive because Citizen V, a.k.a. Baron Zemo says, all of the real heroes are gone. <laughs> so he's, so he's, so he's basically, he's left Hawkeye to, to, to stew in his failure. Okay. Sorry. Wow, that's that's this is not funny. I'm talking about a, a, a story of sorrow and tragedy. He's literally like, "Here, I'm gonna kill all your friends. You can live. I don't care about you. You aren't a threat to me. You're kind yeah, of lame." Because see, Baron Zemo is a very calculated <laughs> individual, and he likes to he likes to he enjoys watching people suffer. Mm, okay. So so again, so fast forward 45 years later, and old man Hawkeye, and we've got old. We've got Hopping old man. Around. Now, here's one of the key things about old man Hawkeye. Now, Hawkeye is never misses. Right? He's an yes. archer, right? He never misses. Here is even a, a bigger shot to the heart. He's going blind. Well, so Clara Temple tells you know tells him you know well he already he he's go, it reminds him he's going blind and he could it could be a couple of weeks it could be a couple of months. So if yeah. there's anything you want to do anything you want to see I would tell you to do it now. 
so man logan takes him on a sleepover oh, oh no 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 he doesn't meet he doesn't go back to logan no 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 this this is okay. this is after this is after so what happens is 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 hawkeye well, he, he does this stuff. He has a daughter and all this stuff who's the descendant of Peter Parker, blah, 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 blah. But I'm not going to get into all of that, right? Because that's important. <laughs> that's important later on in the old man Logan. But I won't deal with that now. You know, we're talking old man Hawkeye. So okay. basically, he, you know, he does go to see her because that's part of this whole thing with what the time that he has left to see. Okay. And then he decides he's going to, I'm going to take vengeance. So he goes on this journey. He is going to seek out all of the Thunderbolts and and kill them. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So this was very this. I was torn here <laughs> as he's going through this journey, and he's and he's he's going to kill every one of the Thunderbolts. I I I I'm really torn because you know I love my Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. And two of my favorite characters of all time in comic books are Moonstone and the Songbird. So I, yeah, especially Moonstone. If you look her up, her bio, you will know exactly why she's in my top five. So you have Hawkeye going yes. after your entire favorite team. Yes. Don't tell me what happens. Don't spoil it. Okay, I won't spoil it for any other future. For anybody who's listening that wants to see it. Well, I mean, this is old. It came out in 2018. Oh well, then fuck it. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He go. He, do you want to know anymore? I don't care. I think this is fascinating. Well, he. I'll. I'll just give the highlights. So he's going on this journey, and he's found out by. He's basically found out by like the Red Skull, you know. And Red Skull can't have heroes running around because what would that? What would a hero do? Instill what? What's that four letter word? Hope. Um, I was trying to come up with something that was a four letter word outside of hope. Just yeah. To come through with you, but then I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head other yeah. than cake, and that didn't seem like it was going to fit. Yeah, there, there's no, there's no cake in this world, okay. none whatsoever. That's but really it, it's <laughs> or if there is, I don't know who's eating any. What ends up happening is, as Hawkeye is going on this journey, he is now being tracked by a marshal known as Bullseye. Okay, so Hawkeye is, and Bullseye. Yeah, so Bullseye is called is the, the, the also a man who does not miss. Interesting. So how that okay. No, so they not Hawkeye come up with more powers? What what do you mean more powers? Like why do they have to have multiple people that can do the same thing? Well, he but Hawkeye is an archer though. Bullseye can use anything. It could be so, a it could be a playing card, it could be a thumbtack, it's bullseye, anything he shoots, it is a it is considered a deadly weapon. Or, or flicks or whatever, or throws. It can be considered a deadly weapon. So does he only use strange objects or does he use things like, you know, a gun? No, he'll use guns and knives, all of that okay. stuff. It's just, it's just Bullseye is the man, he, he, he can't miss. So as Hawkeye is going from person to person, he is also being tracked down by Bullseye because Bullseye is a psychopath and he hasn't killed a hero in... I don't know, 40 something years. So he's, you know, lusting. He has a bloodlust that needs to be quenched. Exactly. Okay. So it's, it's, you know, he obviously Hawkeye goes on his journey. He get he basically gets to everybody. And then, oh, what happens to my beloved Moonstone? Oh, I just, I can't, I, it just, it just broke my soul. I'm sorry. I know. Oh, you did it oh, to yourself, but it's, I'm, I know, but it, it, that's <laughs> just the highlights, right? I mean, obviously if, if he's an old man, Logan, he he does what he says he's going to do. He kills yeah. everybody, every, or everybody dies along the way that he intends to have killed. But in this universe, of, yes, 
and, and the last highlight is, is that in the, in the last stop that he has to make to kill Baron Zemo, Avalanche ends up causing him to go fully blind. So he does go fully blind by the end of the, by the, end of the, uh, the book. And finally, what he does is he goes on a journey because he's not done. He's, he's not done doing what he needs to do. There's another mission that he has to go on, but okay. he needs to train first. So he ends up going to a man called Stick, who teaches him, <laughs> okay, I'm getting there, who teaches him how to be able to basically fight blind. But Stick is actually Matt Daredevil. Murdock, the Daredevil. Yeah. That's right. Okay, okay. And, and that's where we leave it. Well, that was an easy kind of thing to understand. That's right. Right. Okay. That's right. So it I is still a, think he probably could have come up with a better nickname. <laughs> well, that is who trained Matt Murdock. He just took on his identity or but took on still, his name. I think that Marvel probably could have come up with a better nickname. Look, okay. His name was is a different, Stick. <laughs> it was a different time. Okay. We're talking the we're talking, you know, sixties, seventies. I mean, if you see some of the names that I mean, that Marvel came up with. I mean, come oh, on. Oh, I know. There's some, there's some real, real keepers in there. That's right. That's right. But again, it's a, it's a great story. I actually, I'm biased toward the Thunderbolts. So I probably, if I didn't like it as, you know, more than Old Man Logan, I liked it as much as Old Man Logan because I got to see what became of my team. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that so is, is how that, I nerd. Is that a series in comics or is it like a graphic novel? Well, it's 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 over now. I mean, it was a series of books, but now it's oh, okay. in, so it's it in trade paperback now. Okay. And I believe uh, the full comp- it was two volumes, but now all the volumes are going to be merged together for a full-on trade paperback, and that's supposed to come out in September, I think. So that's how I nerd it. Very nice. I might actually have to to add those to my list. Yeah, and it's something you can just if you want to, you can just jump in kind of right away, even if you don't have a, a full-on history. Yeah. It's good. It is good to stand alone. Well, I guess it's time for some news. Yeah. I feel like at this point we should have some sort of drop or some sort of random background music to transition into news. Hmm. Well, yeah. maybe maybe our audio engineer can come up with something. Yes. Who's <laughs> <laughs> receiving no residuals for him? <laughs> well, you know what? He gets to live with me, so that's that should oh. be residual enough. Okay, fair enough. Or maybe that'll it's work. torture. I don't know. That'll that'll work. <laughs> hey, that, hey, hey, that's his journey. That's and and he has chosen this journey as well. <laughs> you have chosen poorly. <laughs> I didn't say it. You did. <laughs> All right. So what's what, what's what's the news? What's the okay. news? Okay. So mine is actually we're we're gonna kind of wrap things back around to Netflix mixed with some, oh, okay. some superhero stuff. Oh, thank um, you. July 31st is the return of the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Oh, I haven't gotten to this. You haven't watched the Umbrella Academy, Darian? No. Darian. No, I know. Come I know. on. I know. No, it's, it's definitely one that you would thoroughly enjoy. The main characters. I mean, the, the whole team is just... There's not a single person. Well, okay, so there's one guy on the team that is not my fave. But most of the team, the prior, primary group of the team um, is amazing. Wait a minute. The one that's not your favorite. You have somebody that's not your favorite. Okay, I, sound, I, I like him already. What's, what's his deal? 
so he's he's kind of uh, I just find him a little whiny. Oh, never but mind. That's that's me. I mean, he's got an interesting character arc, um, but he's he's not the most satisfying to to kind of have on the screen. Yeah. Primarily just because I mean, like, there's a whole section where he he has he's low key or maybe high key in love with one of the other with one of the girls in the team. Okay. But they were raised as siblings. Oh. Which is a little weird. And she has uh, a family. Like she, they all, so do you know anything about the, the Umbrella Academy story? Everything that I knew was gone after, when it, when it, was, uh, when it was released. Okay. I've so always known, yeah. The, the gist of it is spontaneously, I think it was six people, um, six women became pregnant and gave birth in the same day. Mm-hmm. And this guy goes around and collects all of those babies. And is like, these are all special babies and with special powers. And they are the Umbrella Academy. I will train them. They will be superheroes. So when they were younger, they were doing superhero stuff. Right. Then they got older and they peaced out because they were like, mm, no, there's some other things going on here. And I just don't want to do this anymore. I didn't get a choice in what my life is going to be. So I'm not doing that. So they all go their separate ways. The old man dies, which brings them all back together. And that's the beginning of the whole story on Netflix anyway. Yeah. Uh, and there's, there's a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of, there's, you don't know what's going on at all times. There's a bunch of different storylines happening because each of these characters have their own lives that they're trying to keep a hold of as like some sort of grounding but they're also mm. trying to come together to solve this, this kind of mystery of what's going to happen. One of the guys can time hop and he returns back to Ooh. them. He's still a teenager. Okay. <laughs> because he time hopped <laughs> and right. he didn't age. Well, he aged mentally, but not physically. So he's oh. basically a 40 year old man stuck in a teenager's body. Oh, that's uh, fascinating. Which is funny in its own right. But, <laughs> He comes back and he basically tells everybody that in eight days, I think it is, maybe it's a little less than that. I can't remember. But in a a certain period of time, the world is going to end and we need to stop it. So they all come back together. They all are trying to figure out what it is that's going to cause the end of the world. And then they try to keep that from happening. So that's season one. The end of season one is they save the world in their own way. Because it's a story. Everyone saves the world. Yeah. But it is with some, there, there are definitely some, it's not a full on saving. Like everything isn't just tied up in a nice, neat, nice, neat little bow and everyone's happy. There's, there's some sacrifices that are made. There's some big, some big things that happen throughout it. And okay. it's one of those stories that it's, it's kind of like, I think um, Gerard Way is one of the writers, was one of the creators for it. Is the, um, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of, like, there's some goth edge to it, which I'm a big okay. fan of. Okay. Okay. I, I was a big MCR fan when I was in high school. But anyway. So oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they tell, you're learning a lot about me. Um, <laughs> but anyway, the story is just really great. It's got, it, the actors in it are phenomenal. And it's, I'm, I'm just excited to see what they're going to do with season two. I'm, I'm honestly just really glad they got a season two. 
Well, yeah. One of those shows that, I mean, just like, I mean, Luke Cage, <laughs> good well, shows <laughs> that kind of get shot in the foot by Netflix because right and especially Sabrina, the, anyone? the kind of superhero stuff don't get me started yep. with Sabrina so I they know. get you like into this superhero stuff that you're really excited about and it's a new property because this is fairly new I mean it's it's not your generic Marvel DC universe characters these are yeah. outside of that realm yeah. so getting these getting these stories told on on the level of like Netflix in with a full I don't know it just was really exciting to see and I'm really I'm really surprised but also very happily surprised that they're bringing back a season two well don't worry I would continue to enjoy it as much as possible seeing as how you know Netflix oh, it'll and their probably track record. just have two seasons and then be done but mm-hmm. I'm going to enjoy the second season hopefully <laughs> but then they'll pick up. But then they'll pick up Lucifer. But okay, yeah. I'll, oh man, this is. I mean, July. This is a brutal month. Okay, so I have to get caught up on Umbrella Academy. Then yep. there's Wentworth, and then there's the Transformers series that's going to be on Netflix. And Kipo. And and Kupo, right? Kipo. <clears throat> yeah, because that's what I said. Kupo. I think you'll like it. Yeah. yeah. The, do I get a Google medal for every episode? You've got a lot more on your plate than I do. I I don't really transform. freedom is the right of all sentient beings i'm assuming that's a transform quote yeah from someone i can't stand neat yeah no okay but (laughs) umbrella academy all right yeah it's terrible um but (laughs) and he's sanctimonious but anyway lovely um yeah i mean umbrella academy that's definitely one i'll have to get to i it's not that I haven't wanted to watch it. It's just that, I mean, I think that's the, that's the, the, the nerd struggle, right? Is that there's yep. so much stuff out there. I mean, have you, have you finished Seven Deadly Sins yet? Wow, just put that right out there, okay. Darian. No, I have not. Darian. I mean, I enjoy the show <laughs> thoroughly. Piggyback, piggyback, but yeah, piggyback. That, that, that goes to show the, that, that proves your point, though. There's so much stuff. Now that nerd is really in its renaissance. See, I did that yeah, for you. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's very good. There is, there's just so much material in Fine. so many different formats, whether it's visual, visual arts, whether it's music, whether it's print media, whether it's film and TV. There's just so, and games. God, the games that are coming out. God, like, I know. There's just so much stuff. I, I just want to be awake all the time so I can consume it all but I also need sleep so yeah no isn't that, that don't you just hate that that gets in the way but yeah I, I so I will definitely um oh and I, I but I just started something else which I'm really scared that I started I started it because I know what road that's going to lead lead oh, no. to yeah I know that's why I'm scared to start certain things because I know what's going to happen that's why you just got to wait until someone tells you it's good and then you can start it no, no, no. See, it's not because of that. It's because I know I'm going to enjoy it in some shape, form, or fashion. Oh. And then it's going to lead me down a path that I don't want to go down, which in, in, in specific instances, is a collector path. I don't want to, I don't want gotcha. to do that. Yeah, yeah. it's like there's a, there's a couple of my friends, and actually my sisters have mentioned One Piece before, but that's like a, I don't know, 300 episode show or something. Oh my God. Which I don't know that I really have the time for that. Look, I'm look, my anime, I'm spoiled when it comes to my anime, okay? Because <laughs> you give me by 26 episodes, we're in and we're out. 
story is told. Everybody yeah. goes home happy. It was a great journey. Well, I still want to go through all of fairy tale, but that's another like incredibly long story. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it just one feels, day. It feels like my time has passed. Do you know I'm still holding on? Do you know my goal with Power Rangers? Okay, is there's to just, a goal with Power Rangers? It's to stay above fifty percent. If I could stay above fifty percent episodes watched, then I'm like, okay, we're in a good space. You kept watching Power Rangers. Look, I, I restarted it a couple of years ago. And let me tell you, the Power Rangers in Space series, I, that oh, is yeah. probably some of the best writing that show has ever done. It is legitimately great storytelling. Oh, no. What do you mean, oh, no? Like, wh why, though? It's, look, I didn't, look, I was... It, I was bored. I just said, eh, let, me just, <laughs> let me just, let me just restart. Because this is, I left off at, at, at Power Rangers Turbo, okay? When the new crop, when the new group came in and, you know, and Tommy and Kat and all of them were no longer Power Rangers. That's where I stopped. Okay. So that was, I don't know how many years ago when the, the original airing, okay? Well, there's, so. there's just something to say whenever your, your reason for starting it is because I was bored. Oh, like, why not? Let's just see what happens. And then I just, cause, okay. Before we get into our thing for the week, yes. this is the plight of the nerd, okay? Yes. If you are a completionist, that is a plight that any nerd can understand That's in true. some shape, form, or fashion. Like, well, I need to see how it ends. I know. I, I, I'm probably never going to finish it, but... <laughs> that, that, that might not be a bad thing. There are like 500 episodes or something that I still need to get through. I don't, I'm never going to finish it. So what nerd news do you have this week? Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, <laughs> I'm not going to bother with the Sabrina thing because what's understood doesn't need to be said. Aww. So I am going to go to the realm and continue to show my age just a little bit more. Brittany, do you fancy yourself? Do you, do you enjoy physical media such yeah. as compact discs or digital video discs? Uh, I, I, I like the media that is usually printed upon those things, but I don't know that I have very many of them anymore. Well, that is unfortunate because for all of my physical media lovers out there, and I know that there are just thousands upon thousands of you because I know what you're thinking. I'm just going to stream it all. But what happens when your internet goes out? Okay, yeah, yeah. That we is where... Have, we do have kids shows on, on disc. Uh-huh. And see, that is where I laugh at all of you, you streamers out there. So my bit of news is there is going to be a 16-disc Friday the 13th franchise Blu-ray box set coming in. Can you guess what month? Can you guess what month? Can you guess what month? October? <laughs> well, you would be right. Circle gets the square. Yay! So, you know, it's going to be, a, it's gonna be uh, I, I, I want this. Uh, you know, there's supposed to be lots of uh, new extras. There are going to be just tons and tons of things. There's like magazine articles that are on there, the various theatrical trailers for all of them, so 4K is it scans. Out this October because the movie can't come out this October? Well, the movie's not coming. Well, the Friday the 13th is in a uh, uh, content rights hell of sorts. So there's a lot of legality tied with Friday the 13th and, and, okay. and the property, but we're not getting into that. But <clears throat> oh wait, Friday the Thirteenth is different than Halloween. Oh my god! And Halloween is the one that was supposed to come out with Jamie Lee Curtis, but then they had to move it back. That's right. Okay. Okay. How now I'm getting. do you confuse? I'm Michael learning Myers the scary scares. And just, 
there is the unholy trinity in the horror genre. It is Freddy Krueger, or if you want to be formal, Fred Krueger. Jason He's the Voorhees. one that jumps in your dreams. That is correct, yes. Okay. <laughs> Jason Voorhees. He's the one with, like, the ski mask. No, the, the, the hockey mask. That is right. And then, last but certainly not least, and the least inspiring uh, is Michael Myers. He does the, the Austin Powers series. I know you did that on purpose. You're absolutely right, I did. <laughs> to, in, to enrage me. But don't, the, the rage is quelling and, and, and swelling inside of me right now. You do know that, even though I know you okay. did that on purpose. Okay, anyway. so the Friday the 13th box set. Yeah, so it, it's just for all of the horror lovers, if you didn't get your hands on the previous box set, uh, which was, I don't even know how many years ago that was, where you get the little... We get the little patch, you get the little, the little 3D glasses and all that good stuff that I would highly encourage you to grab this, you know, because this is just gorgeous as I sit here and read the extras. And yes, it includes Jason 10 or Jason X, if you will, and Freddy versus Jason. Those and there are, are also... Films, right? Hmm? It includes those. Those are films. Yes, indeed. And okay. you get two bonus discs of tons of information and extras and other various accoutrements. Do they have gag reels? Do they have gag reels? Um, yeah. Those are my favorite extras. I'm sure that they, the I'm bloopers. sure there's uh, bloopers. Let's like take a look. Like the time that Freddy Krueger's running around but his nails fall off or something because the costume is <laughs> Brittany, this is serious business, okay? <laughs> We are talking about we are talking about going behind the scenes of one of the greatest horror franchises of all time. Okay. Okay, I, I think it sounds really exciting for yeah. for all the people that like horror stuff. That's right. That's right. Like you. <laughs> this is very good for you, Jerry. <laughs> if his if his fingernails fall off, mother of all, that's good. Well, he's got the long fingernails, right? So he can tear through dreams. That's. <laughs> is that not a thing he does that to eviscerate people oh uh, never mind whatever he's got the long fingernails i was right about that <laughs> they're not fingernails they're knives oh on his glove but they look like fingernails <laughs> this is the worst it's not it's not are you gonna so confuse like, it are you gonna i oh my god i was going there i was like are you have... gonna he doesn't have gross long fingernails. He's Wolverine. I was gonna. Oh my God! You took the words right out of my mouth. I said, like, "Are you gonna confuse him with Logan too?" You bet you. Like, of course. That's what you. You just said he has. He has knives that come out of his fingers. Henry. Henry Jackman is not Hugh Jackman, and, and Jason Voorhees is not the Wolverine. Or God, I, I look know. at you. Got me doing. Freddy Krueger is fine such a strong connection between all of these things. You've got me mixing people you, up. And Freddy Krueger is not the Wolverine. Great. Now that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's an episode title. Jason Voorhees is not, is not Wolverine. Great. <laughs> it's called a callback. <laughs> Jason is not Wolverine. Great. All right. So that's my news. <laughs> And, and yes, there's a gag reel for Jason Takes Manhattan. There is? Yes. Okay, so yeah, absolutely go out and buy that, because that sounds amazing. You gotta have <laughs> a blooper reel. You, you just you just ruined this for me. No! I am telling you all the great things about it. <gasps> okay, that's my news. 
Well, <sighs> I am. I'm glad for this and for you. And I am sad that that is. You have to wait until October for that. Thank you, Koopa. You're you're welcome. Speaking of time and how it's irrelevant, and we have no idea what the time is a construct. We talked earlier about how it's hot outside. It is the summer. It yes. is the summer months. In our segment today, I think this is going to be our returning segment once a month, probably, what? is our top five. And the theme of this top five is the summer, because it's hot. So our we have given ourselves the task this week of creating a top five nerd vacation spots or vacation destinations. We made it vague and specifically so that Darian and I could come up with ridiculous answers to these questions or to this to this theme. Speak for so yourself, mine are ridiculous. I think mine are amazing. I mean, you could have gone with like nerd vacation destinations. Like I want to go to Nintendo World. I want to go to all the sorts of places you could physically go. I'm assuming you did not do that, Darian. I, I well, I do not want to go to Nintendo World. Well, that's. Did you hear about the whole scream inside your heart thing? The what? It's my new favorite thing. Apparently, there's a, a theme park of some nature that opened up in J- in Japan. Okay. And they are telling their patrons, please scream inside your heart, in uh, in, in an attempt to kind of slow the spread of the coronavirus. Scream inside your cart or your heart? Your heart. Oh, your heart. Okay. Yes. Okay. Don't scream out loud because that spreads out your, your spit and yes. gets people I, I, sick. So scream, yes. please scream inside your heart. It's like the perfect motto for 2020. Okay. I've seen a wow. lot of people making like cross-stitch pictures of this. Is the, This is an amusement park. Yes. Wow. Which and they, I do find this amusing. That's a little on the nose. There you go. So would you like to to uh, expand on your top five nerd vacation destinations, or do you want me to start? Oh, I could start. My, now, mine are going to be, um, some are based on real places, but they are not, in fact, real. But this is my list. I'm going to do it my way. Okay. I expect now, no other way. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I did it my way. Anyway. Anyway. All right, so number, well, these aren't in any particular order. Um, mm, okay. But we will start with some fun stuff. My first one is going to be the Golden Saucer. <laughs> okay. So for those of you who are uninitiated, the Golden Saucer is an amusement amusement park from Final Fantasy VII, which is, I believe, oh, what is in the middle of the coral desert. So why and, why the Golden Saucer? Well, because the Golden Saucer is not for the reasons you think. I don't give a rip about Kate Sith. Anyway, okay, that's what I was wondering. And having to and having to pay the, that thirty thousand gill to get a <laughs> ticket. Okay, but <laughs> worth it. It is. It is totally worth it. But it's because of all of the various games that you can play, okay? Ah, the, you know, okay. you know, there's the you have the round, you know, in all of the different sections. You got the round square, which has that little romantic ride. You know, oh, you didn't think I would go there, and I did you? No, I figured that only, would be the last thing on your list. That's right, the ghost square, which has the little ghost hotel, so then I could get my horror fix in. <laughs> 
It has the Wonder Square where you could have tests of strength with arm wrestling. Um, what else do we have? You've got the Super Dunk where you could play basketball. You've got, you can get your fortune told with the Crystal Fortune. You've got the G-Bike so you could play a, a biking game, virtual reality. I mean, it is, and then you've got Chocobo Squares, so you could do some betting, you know, if you want to, you know, if you're feeling lucky, you know, for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> uh, you can do, you got racing, you've got that little digging game. So, you know, I don't know if, if maybe you can tap into your inner, your inner Pokemon. Trio, yeah. trio, trio. Salad. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah. So, I mean, the Golden Saucer, I mean, there is legitimately something there for everyone. Yes. The romantic, the degenerate gambler, the person who wants to get scared, the person who likes rides. The, the person, person who likes rocks. The person who likes rocks, right? The geologist, whatever. That's right. It's, it, it has everything. Again, the cover price is a bit much. But again, I think you do get a return on the value. I think, it's, I think it's reasonable. So that I is agree. my number one, is the <laughs> golden saucer. Number two, you know, Brittany, I, you know, I am, I liked, I enjoy, you know, culture in and of itself, right? Okay, that's good. So yes, that is very good. Yeah, so when I think culture and I think about nerd and I think about two, and I, there are two specific places that I think about. One, is based on an actual place on on the earth. Okay. And another is in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> okay. All right. So the first one for the galaxy far, far away, it's not what you think it is. Caprica City from Battlestar Galactica. Sure. And okay, I'm going to explain. Right? Okay, good. <laughs> so yes, Caprica City, all right, is the capital of Caprica and is one of the 12 colonies of Cobol, okay? It is one of the wealthiest colonies. Caprica is visually and aesthetically pleasing. It's beautiful. It's advanced. It is, the, it is a city that never sleeps. So think about a combination of, of New York, Las Vegas, even Washington, D.C. to a lesser degree. You know, just, 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 just rustling, hustling, and bustling. Exactly. Cool. You can party like it's 1999 Aww, or 2009, whatever, right? So it is the seat of politics, culture, art, science, learning. Okay. Hey, sounds fun. It is. And then that nightlife. Oh my God. There's a scene for all of my Battlestar Galactica fans out there. And I mean, honestly, who isn't? Thanks. Yeah, exactly. I did. <laughs> Little jab. There. <laughs> You know, there, there, there's a scene in one of the final episodes of Battle, Battlestar Galactica where the, some of the main characters, uh, Admiral Adama, Saul Ty, and Helen Ty, are partying their butts off. And they're, you know, older individuals. So okay. obviously it is a play, and they're at a club, okay? And it is loud and it is raucous. And it's like they're supposed to be there. Nice. They're not out of place. So even if you're an, old, an older individual in the, in closer to the twilight, this is still some place that you can go to have a great time. Aww. At night. That's great. That's right. All inclusive. It legit truly is. It truly is. So, and I left out a city. New York, Las Vegas, 
Washington, D.C., and how could I leave out Miami? Ah, uh, okay. So there's, okay. There's, it's, it's, it's Caprica. So that is my number two. And continuing with that, in that same vein. So again, another a place that is based on an actual place on Earth, an actual continent on Earth. Okay, so you're picking a continent? Well, it's, 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 this place is actually based on, or located, actually I shouldn't say based on, but it's located on a continent on the Earth. Um, oh, come on, you can do this. I, I don't even know what genre we're talking about here. Is it Australia? If, if I say the genre, it's going to give it away. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Okay, okay, it's too much. Okay, it's fine. It's too much. I can't handle it. That's fair. Help me, Darian. You're my only hope. <laughs> <sighs> Wakanda. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that is yeah. Right. I would go to Wakanda in a heartbeat. That's right. And, and folks, this ain't no because Black Panther came out to what, you know, that, that, this Wakanda has been there for a while. Yep. All right. So we're talking 60s. Fictional country in the Marvel comic universe in sub-Saharan Africa. First appearance, Fantastic Four, number 52, home of the Black Panther. Mm. All right. So again, much to a, to a, uh, to a degree like Caprica, you know, again, science, culture, art, learning, all the, the Black Panther film in and of itself has just ma made it even look more beautiful than it already looked in the comic books because it's actually been brought to life, right? And one of, and you know, a stockade of vibranium, you know, and excellent defenses in terms of military and, and, and strategery, if you will. What more needs to be said? Advancement in technology, weaponry, medicine, whatever you can think of, hands down. I wish my Wakanda Forever shirt still fit me. Aww. I know, I know. I need to, I need to get a new one. But yes, and home of the Black Panther. Yes, indeed. So that is a place I would need to go. All right. What is that? What am I on? Number three? Yeah. All right, good. Because I've got to save the best for last. Number four <laughs> is Pacific Playland. So Pacific Playland, are you familiar with Pacific Playland, Brittany? Is that the name of the one that they go to in um, Zombieland? That is the one that they need to go to in Zombieland. Yes. So my thought <laughs> is that if you were willing to schlep across the United States in the midst of a zombie apocalypse to go to an amusement park, it has to be good. Yeah. Now, the only issues are there are several draw. There, is, there, there, there are some positives and there are some negatives. So the positives are going to be that no lines. Yep, you have your pick of the prizes. Okay. And you, you know, a ticket count be damned when you play your games, <laughs> right? Now the negatives. I mean, you, you run have, the risk of zombies. Yeah, I mean, when you turn it on, you're going to alert zombies. So yeah. that's not very good. Then you have to do all of the operating of the rides. That's not ideal. And then finally, you know, there aren't any, you know, you know there's no hot food for you to be able to get. Yeah, no funnel cake. No funnel cake, no hot dogs, none of that stuff. So that is my number four, Pacific Playland. <laughs> and last but certainly not least. Yes. Crystal City, a city on the planet Cybertron. Okay. Home to the Transformers. Okay. Crystal City is known for its elegance in construction and scientific minds um, that hail from this city, okay? So it's okay. made of blue crystal. Uh, the city itself 
was a was classified as a work of art. Oh, well, that's nice. And it was argued, alleged to be the most beautiful place on Cybertron. Is was, so, was that? Is there a lot of beautiful places on Cybertron? Well, uh, this is the most beautiful. Okay, oh, okay. this was this obviously before the fall. <laughs> yes, yes, this is before the fall. This no, no, it was it was a highly advanced. It was a and it was a it's a beautiful city. I should I'll I'll try to find the uh, the comic panel and send it to you. Okay, but unfortunately, it was destroyed by the Decepticons. What can you do? Mm. Well, that sucks. Yeah, I mean. And Cybertron did get hollowed out and pretty much, well, yeah, uh, hello, there's such thing as time travel? Mm, of course there is. That's right. So that is my top five. So Caprica City, Wakanda, Crystal City, The Golden Saucer, and Pacific Playland. All right. Those seem pretty legit. I mean, there's oh, a I few mean, that definitely have some, some downsides to them, but I definitely think that you've got, you've got a good list. Surprisingly, none of ours match. Uh, I, I, that, that's why I went with the golden saucer first because like this is the lone shot <laughs> and, 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 and there being a match between anything we have nope and I went a different route <laughs> oh god oh god please just, just please no Nintendo please well there's one Nintendo fair so enough okay. I actually have mine in kind of a vague order so number five is Anook Island so, on who island? Nook. Animal Crossing! Why will this not go away? Because Why will this not go it's away? Amazing. Um, so <laughs> my top five starts out with my Nook Island or your Nook Island or whoever's Nook Island because you can make it what you want it to be. It has you have the ability to make a forested area. I mean, it's literally an island. You can go swimming. You can hang out with cool animal friends. It's going to be hard to beat. Like, that, that's pretty, it's a pretty kick-butt place to live. Like All that, of mine are better than that. That is such a great place to visit. It's a relaxing place to go. All of I, mine are going to be things that have, have, I think our ideas of vacation are different, which is probably a good thing. But... <laughs> It is an island where you can just sit on the beach on your little lounge chair and just look at the stars at night. I could do all of that in my places. And does your places have sweet little animal friends that you can talk to? Final Fantasy VII, I've got Kate Sith. Yeah, but you said Kate Sith doesn't count. I said I I'm not there for him, okay. but he's there. <laughs> but you get all these nice, happy things. There's nothing bad coming after you. I mean, there's sometimes there's scorpions at night, but you know, you just watch out. But outside of that, it's like, it's just a chill place to be. So that is my number five. It is just relaxing. <laughs> and that is vacation. So number four, I am going to include a, a one of the towns in the game Undertale. It's called Snowden. Snowden is one of the first towns that you go to whenever you're playing Undertale. And it is just a cute little snow town. It's, it's, I think it is actually the first place that you visit once you leave Toriel's house. There's a little library. You can go to the shop. There's a nice little inn. I, I honestly really love the library because they can't spell library. So it's the library. It's great. Um, they have grillbies 
at Snowden. Grillby's is like the place to hang out and get delicious food. Sands and Papyrus live there, so you can go visit your friends. And there's an ice wolf that you can go visit who just, the there's like ice that comes out of a little building and then you pick it up and you throw it out into the water to make sure that the water stays nice and cold. It's great. The best part about it though is that all the dogs live there. So, there's there's dogs. Okay, so is let me ask you this. Is your privacy, is there privacy there? Or? I mean, yeah, you, go, you can go to the inn if you'd like to and get your own space. Okay, all right. No one will bother you. But the best part is the dogs. The dogs live there. The lesser dogs, the greater dogs, all the dogs, they just want pets. They want to be your friend, and they are amazing. I'm allergic. That doesn't sound fun. It is amazing. It has great soundtrack just to, like, walk around. Well, I guess it would be a great score to walk around the town to. It's just just a delightful place to be. Like the Chocobo hip-hop bop or whatever. No, this is, like, sweet, cute, like, just relaxing music that you kind of do a, a, a light bop to as you walk along the streets and you make yourself a snowman with your dog best friend and then you go warm up at Grillby's with a tasty snack. You make a snowman on the street? You can if you want to. Who cares? It's snowed in. Okay. As long as none of the snow is yellow. No, 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 no. It's all white. But I think no, they do make a joke somewhere about the yellow snow. Yeah, that was low-hanging fruit. But. It really is. But it's, it's, it's a great little place, especially if you prefer, like, a snowy mountain retreat for your, for your vacation. That's where I would go. Cool. Okay. Place number three is Candle Keep. Candle Keep is within the Forgotten Realms. And this is still a video game because Candle Keep is one of the places that you go when you're playing Baldur's Gate. So it's, it's a D&D place. Okay. It is in a video game, so I, I don't knew feel one like, of those would have to get in here. Okay, I don't feel quite so bad. Um, Candle Keep is like it's on top of this like giant volcanic cliff-looking thing uh-huh. on a peninsula right outside the short the Sword Coast. So it's gorgeous, gorgeous views of the ocean. And the best part about it is that there is it, the fortress itself is just a library. I knew you'd do something like this. It is okay. Filled with books and scrolls and just tomes full of D and D knowledge, and it would be a place that I I would just live inside quite happily. What I have always dreamed of having in a house is a library, just like on par with the library that the Beast has in Beauty and the Beast. Not so, Doctor Who. Uh, yes. Yes, <laughs> just rows and rows and rows of books. So many books in rows that I would need a ladder to get to all of the books because that I is am the a dream. short person. That <laughs> is what I want. And this location is, it's old. So you've got this, you've got this beautiful architecture, but it's also just floors upon floors upon floors of books and knowledge. And it just has got to smell amazing. Yeah, it really has to smell amazing. Why hasn't someone made you know book scent? You know, why is that not a candle? I'm sure someone has attempted to, but I don't know that it would ever be as good as the actual smell of a of an old book. Well, I mean, that's true. I mean, it's basically just mothballs, but so it's book mothballs, which smell different and that's right. 
it's it's a city so if you want to go around and see some other things at night you're more than welcome to but for the the print nerd i would just you just spend your days and nights and every day every every moment in this library and you would still probably never read every book and that is number three all right so uh vacation destination number two is the stardew valley have you ever heard of Stardew Valley, Darian? I do not think I have. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. So Stardew Valley is a computer game that has been ported to PS4, Xbox, um, Switch. It's, it's been for- ported to pretty much everything. It was an indie game. It, it's this open-ended RPG where you're, you're living in a country. You're like in the country. So the whole premise of Stardew Valley is that your, I think, is it your grandfather? I think it's your grandfather dies and gives you a letter that you're supposed to open and you will know when it is time to open it. So then you you are living this life of like corporate work and you just get to the point where you're just done with it. So the first, the beginning of the story is you open up your envelope and from your grandfather and it is basically the deed to his old house in Stardew Valley. So, and this is one of those farmhouses that you can completely survive on your own without any other work. You just have to do farming and everything else will come along. I love this game for one, but I would say that Stardew Valley in itself is probably, would be my, my top two places to go for a vacation. You've got a little beach area. You've got well, once you fix the bus up with Pam, you can actually go to a couple of other different locations. You get to farm. You're surrounded by animals. The little town itself has a really cute place to go eat. There's so many, all the, all the people in the town are super friendly. Everything is within walking distance. And it's just one of those places that if you want to go on vacation to just disappear for a little while, live off the land, go off the grid. Stardew Valley is the place to go. Is there a favorite snack? Like, you know, I don't know, peanut butter spread on a pine cone? Well, you you do collect pine cones. And if you you collect pine cones and sap, you can make little nature bars. I was just joking. And that's, but it's real. (laughs) I always try to be a smart ass. Guess what? You were. <laughs> there was no trying to be involved. Okay. But yeah, it's yeah. so much fun. It's great. But the vacation aspect is that you it's just a place to get away from it all. You have access to fishing, relaxing, and just enjoying the day. It's haven't you ever heard of those people that like to go on vacation and just like go out in the middle of nowhere and disappear for like a week? Yes. Yeah, see, again, I again, as somebody who has who has a, a wealth of horror movie knowledge, I'm not going to go anywhere in the middle of nowhere and not let somebody know where I am. Okay, well, that's fine. You can let somebody know where you are, and, and ideally, I'm still you can take somebody with you. But yeah, yeah I do need some yeah, fodder. I, yeah. I can I can understand why this would not sound like fun to you for no, a variety of reasons. Yes, but this sounds amazing to me to just disappear for a little while 
yes, I don't I don't disagree with the, the, the notion of wanting to disappear or just, you know, and at the same time, I'm not going to be in the middle of nowhere either. I mean, I grew up close to farms mm-hmm. and I know a lot of farmers. So getting to grow up and or you get your own horse to ride around and sounds dangerous. It sounds it just sounds like so much fun to me. But yeah, yeah. that whole nature thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like nature. Yeah, that's, uh, stay away from that. Yeah. And there's no bugs. So it's like you get to hang around in the forest and That's a win. do things and there's no bugs. That's a win. Like, no bugs is a good dream. Thing. That is that is true. I would that 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 would sell me alone. Nook Island has bugs. Stardew Valley, no bugs. <laughs> yeah, see Nook Island is just ridiculous in the first place. <laughs> All right. So, my top place to go for vacation is from the World of Warcraft. Oh, more. Oh boy. And it is the continent of Pandaria. I don't know anything about, I know World of Warcraft and what it is because thanks South Park. Yeah. But I don't <laughs> We don't all look like that all the time, no, though I no, have to no. admit, I went through a period where I did look like that. I, I did, and I had like chips stuck in my hair, and it was not a good place. I was not in a good place at one point. Well, they, were, <laughs> they, weren't, they, were, they weren't cheesy poofs, were they? No, 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 no. I'm not a big fan of the cheesy poofs. But uh, <laughs> what was your beverage similar. of choice? Pretty similar. There, there are other snacks of choice that were that were very much used in the same way. So, okay, since we don't um, have a Patreon, let's bonus this real quick. Okay, what was your what was your snack of choice and your beverage of choice? Oh, okay. So my beverage of choice was absolutely just Coke. So Coca Cola. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I know. And then my snack of choice. Depending on the moment, if I was feeling really sad, chocolate chips in a bowl. If I was feeling pretty, like, I just need to not be a person for a little while. Usually just <laughs> chips. Usually crab chips. Big fan of the crab chip. Uts. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. Duh. Um, <laughs> branding. But anyway, so, yes. Um, At us. <laughs> I may or may not have had maxed out a character level or maxed out levels on a single character because I just lived through World of Warcraft for a period of time. All of that to say, Pandaria. Now, Pandaria has its own, like, issues um, with, like, the game itself has its own issues, but Pandaria itself is gorgeous. And it's, it's peopled by pandas, by panda people. They give the best hugs. What? Panda people. They're panda people. Yes. And Pandaria is... Um, oh, my God. Yes. Pandaria is this beautiful space. Lots of greenery. There's the Jade Forest, which is nothing but greenery. There's. It's also a place where you can get, um, you can get little dragons that you can fly around on. And there's, there's so many different things. There's mountains, so you can go in. If you prefer the mountains, you can go to the Kung Lai Summit. The summit. If you prefer something that's a little more plains, you can go to the, um, I think it's the Town, town Long? Town Long Step. Um, there's, there's water surrounding it because obviously it's an island. Duh. Um, yes. The Veil of Eternal Blossoms is just gorgeous. It's just covered in wonderful gorgeous views there is no well i guess the the dread wastes are not so pretty but the rest of the island is just covered in gorgeous views 
if you're staying in the center of Pandaria and you have yourself uh, a mount of some nature, ideally one that is flying, you would be able to go, one morning you wake up, you want to go to a forest, you fly over to the forest, you spend the day in the jade forest, you can go to all the ruins around there. Next morning you wake up, you want to go see some, you want to go see some snow, fly up to the summit and you can go hang out in the snow. It's got everything and it's gorgeous. I, I had gorgeous places. So, okay, see? But do your gorgeous places, are, are, they, are they covered with panda people that can, that can give you panda hugs? No, my, some of my places have actual people. But, but pandas. They're pandas. Yeah. Yes. It's very, it's very much inspired by like Chinese uh, architecture. Okay. So you get a lot of that as well, which I find absolutely gorgeous. And mm -hmm. it's, there's, there's a bunch of other people that live on the island too. There's uh, fish people, there's monkey people, but it's the, it's, it's the panda people, the, the pandarans that I, I really would just, love to hang out with. And Pandarans are really well known for their abilities. Well, one, as martial artists, because of course, that's amazing. Um, I mean, th again, there's, there's some, there's some racist implications here, but skadoosh. Exactly. So yeah. you have that, but they are also, and again, here's a little bit more, um, issues with them but reasons that i would go uh they are incredibly good at making alcohol of course why not so i mean i'm down with that there's there's lots of celebrations and games that they do and it just it there's a spirit festival that's oh, once a that's year that you can go I oh, that's, that. yeah. <laughs> or, or is that a double Aunt Andre? I didn't even realize I did it. <laughs> no. That's just one Aunt Andre. It's just so, it, it would be a cultural landmark to go visit. There's, there's um, <clears throat> temples and such that if, you, if you're a religious person and you want to understand, or at least maybe not understand, but experience the religion of, or the faith of the Pandaren people and their wild gods, then you can go to, to a service if you really want to. They've got, I mean, there's the song, the song of the veil is, is like this beautiful poem that you can go listen to, that you can hear bards sing about, panda bards sing about. Um, there's, there's just so many fun things that you could do if you wanted to. And you could just also hang out and drink tea and, Perhaps an alcoholic veg, uh, an alcoholic vegetable. <laughs> well, alcoholic I mean, bloody beverage. marys. I mean, and uh, just bloody mary, hang you know. out. They've got and it, all the food is very, very similar to like Asian cuisine, and I, I would be so into that because I, I love Chinese food. I love Japanese food. I like, I like a lot of Asian food. Yeah, yeah. Like it yeah. just is tasty. Much better than, than burgers. That's true. I mean, like they have peanut chicken, which I guess is a little more Indian. Oh yeah, that would that would have to be. But India is still part of China, or not China? Duh. Oh my God, what is oh, wrong no. with me? India it's is still part of Asia. Exactly. Good Lord, so I need sleep. 
<laughs> well, this no, is what you don't happens have... when you stay up late watching Kipo. <laughs> well, this, uh, well, yes, this is what happens. Uh, yeah, it, 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 <laughs> but who has time for sleep when there's so much nerding? Uh, it's so true. Right. But yeah, those are those are my top five in in order. I know that you oh. probably disagree with all of them, but there they are. Well, the no bug place. I could get behind the no you bug place. You can get place. behind Stardew Valley, even though it's but, out in the middle of nowhere? Well, again, I'm just taking that one piece of the vacuum. That, the, there's the, no no, bugs. the no bugs. No bugs. I'm not going out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. That's just insane. No bugs. Don't care. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Those are some interesting vacation spots. I had never heard of any of them. Uh, I yeah. did hear of Nook Island, but obviously I repressed all of that knowledge mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep i repressed all of that knowledge i yep. didn't think you were gonna go there but shame on me yep you should have known yeah that's my fault there's nobody <laughs> I have nobody to blame but myself <laughs> too bad some of these places well too bad some of these places aren't real well yeah that's that's definitely the downside to this but we can always dream oh yeah uh, and, and at least at least a, a a number six i do have to mention this is the korok <laughs> forest in breath of the wild I was wondering, okay, could had to sneak in more Nintendo. Well, the downside, I almost added it, but the downside of it is that it's, you have to go through like the mists of the Lost Forest to get there, which is a little less, that's why they didn't, that's why I didn't craft the top five, but it was a close top five. It would have, it could have replaced Nook Island, mainly because you get to hang out with the Deku tree, which is amazing, and uh, Koroks, uh, who are adorable. Uh, I would have rather so so see folks so you see how how you know do uh, you hear those buzzwords adorable cute notice who they're coming from and who they're not coming from mm -hmm. when i'm talking about advancement aesthetics technology hmm, i well, want you to decide where would you rather go um all of the places i listed are aesthetically pleasing I'm taking people to space. Candlekeep is a place full of library books. I'm taking people to space. Well, I'm taking people to the home of panda people. <laughs> Between those 10 spots, there was something for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good. Oh, well, oh. why did that if happen? You, if you enjoyed it, uh, you, should, you should like. Here, I'm going to do the, the YouTuber thing. Like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, YouTube? <laughs> no, we're definitely not getting a YouTube. That's too much work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, at, yeah, look at all the work we're doing now. But, listeners, you can still give us a rating and give us some comments. Let us know if there's a place that you think we missed. And uh, subscribe if you can or if you don't mind. Just that, that helps us get, our, get noticed a little bit more. And, yes. and I think we're probably going to keep doing this for a while because... That's right we're enjoying it that's but, right uh, if you're enjoying it let some people know because that would be that would be great we can make something of this like t-shirts i want the t-shirt i want I the sponsors i, I want the, the the significant guest and i want the inevitable vh1 behind the music worthy downfall okay i want all of it i don't know that i can give you the the, the downfall to that level <laughs> just we have to rise first we, exactly and we'd have to those those are those are epic falls from very high heights and i don't know how we're gonna get there but who knows listeners help make it happen that's right just so you can just so you can see that <laughs> it'll be a patreon special 
No, it'll, um, be, it'll be in the embedded horror registry. We call that that'll be the slow burn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can you can find us uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also talk to us on Twitter at Nerd Pastiche, Nerd Pastiche Pod on Instagram at Nerd Pastiche. And you can also send us an email at nerdpastichepodcast at gmail.com. So let us know if we if you think we missed something. Let us know if there's something you want us to talk about or something you think we should do another top five on. And uh, we'll we'll take it into consideration. We like to talk to people. So well I like to talk to people. I don't know that Darian likes to talk to people, but that is a gross inaccuracy and falsehood. <laughs> I like to talk to people. Nerd people. <laughs> well, if you fancy yourself a nerd, Darian will talk to you as well. Until next time. Until all are one. Until all are one what? Oh my, come on. That's Transformers the movie, 1986. The greatest movie ever pressed on film. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>